Hello everybody, this is your humble host, Nathan. I just want to apologize for any sound quality issues because we had to record this remotely due to weather-related nonsense. It should still sound okay, but uh, not at quite the quality that I prefer. But anyway, enjoy the podcast. Thank you. So, Bobby. Yo. Miss Bobbert. The Italian Bob. <laughs> I have a meme for you to look at. Oh, all right. Okay. So, we got George Carlin. All right. One of my favorites. It says, with today's media, it is hard to tell the difference between the truth and total bullshit. Boy, that's no lie. Yeah. So, something really interesting about this. Mm-hmm. Uh, clearly, it's a picture of him in his early days. <laughs> yep. uh, I mean, quote unquote, early. He's you know he was going since the seventies, but yeah, uh, he had a good run. Yeah, he didn't quite have the gray hair or anything in this image. And what's really odd is that this has been making its rounds, but I found this meme posted as far back as nine years ago. So uh-huh. for some reason, I was seeing it again. Mm-hmm. Now. Is it because of the AI thing and all the junk it's making up? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you ruined it. Um, anyway. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, so uh, George Carlin, um, yeah. born on May 2nd, 1937, was a great comedian who often touched on controversial subjects. My favorite kind of person. Oh, yeah. um, so you like comedians, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I love comedians. They make people laugh. They piss mm-hmm. off uptight people. Just my favorite kind of people. Uh, (laughs) And George Carlin, he didn't hold back. You know, he he covered things like, like, yeah, he covered things like suicide, capital punishment, murder, and among other things, death. Yep. So he died on June 22nd, 2008 of heart failure. And notice I didn't say passed away. George Mm -hmm. Carlin made fun of euphemisms like that. And as far as I could tell was very conscious of the reality of death. And he specifically mm-hmm. talked about the euphemism, pass away. Uh, this is a clip from his special called George Carlin Again. Nobody wants to just pass away. You don't want to be a euphemism, do you? Nobody wants to pass away. You know, Arnie passed away. Oh, really? Yes. Well, I didn't know that. Well, that's the idea. (laughs) On the other hand, Dave died. Oh, yes, I heard about Dave dying. That's true. I say die big. Give it a shot, man. Go out big. It's your chance. Die big. Work in a few posthumous reflexes for your friends. (laughs) Give them a show before you go. He goes on to talk about how uh, you know, sometimes a body, even after it's dead, will like jolt a little bit, and he kind of oh, he, yeah. he 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 encourages people to do that as if as if you can choose to do so. Um, oh, if that's an option, I'm gonna do it. Oh hell <laughs> yeah! Oh yeah! <laughs> I would startle the shit out of people with my dead body if it's an option. There's no way I'm not going to. Um, oh yeah. So. <laughs> 
So let's stay away from the euphemisms and say he fucking died. <laughs> so, right. And by the way, listeners, I am going to try to say the seven words that you can't say on the TV starter pack before the end of this podcast. So if you're sensitive to that, cover your motherfucking ears. And if, if you have... you're not sensitive, ooh, you can make a little bingo card. <laughs> <laughs> I should. Yeah, I, I bet I bet somebody somewhere is going to be keeping a tally just to make sure oh, I hit all of them. Yeah. But um, uh, if you have kids around, suffocate them with your tits. So when George Carlin died, a lot of us were bummed out. He was, yeah. in my opinion, one of the best comedians to ever live and offered life advice like nobody else. And Bobby, just to show you how innovative his comedy was, I want you to tell me, what was your favorite scene from Jason X? Jason X? Well, it's got to be. Well, there's a couple. That's a great movie. But it's got to be the sleeping bag, right? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely, that was my favorite scene. Now, I want to play a clip for you from mm -hmm. 1978, before either of us was born and my mom was just eight years old. So, Oh, no way. Was he the inspiration for that scene? Let's just, <laughs> let's just listen here. Oh, that's great. How about the perfect murder? I've thought sometimes about the perfect murder. You know what you do? You pick up one person by the ankles and you beat another person to death with him. <laughs> and they both die, and there's no murder weapon. <laughs> oh, yeah, how confusing would that be? Trying to be the, the medical examiner figuring that out? Well, they were beaten with a blunt instrument, but I can't exactly tell why. <laughs> it's funny, because, like, he, in the bit, he goes on to say... Uh, like, you know, pretends like he's the uh, person investigating the murder. And yep. uh, somebody asks him, like, well, what do you think happened? He goes, I don't know. There seems to have been a pedestrian accident. <laughs> but <laughs> it's like, you know, decades later, it's one. Of, it's the funniest scene in Jason X. And he came up with it way long ago. <laughs> I, I hope that wasn't a coincidence. I hope I, that that person heard that and thought, that's great. Let's put it in the movie. I do hope it was that, that kind of inspiration. Yeah. And uh, something that was kind of amazing about George Carlin was that he didn't mind his work being used in other people's things in the sense that he would actually lend jokes to people. So when Keith Oberman first started his show Countdown, George Carlin liked it so much that he sent Keith Oberman a bunch of jokes to be able to use to work them into the news. And nice. his and George Carlin's only request was, don't give me credit for it. <laughs> that, that was it. He just, it would kind of kill the flow trying to work in credit. <laughs> yeah, he just he said, these are jokes that I've come up with that would fit your show perfectly, and you can use them. Just don't say it game for me. Which is kind of awesome. I mean, that's that's really cool of him. Now, I will say, I am just thankful that there aren't a couple of motherfuckers out there essentially pissing on his grave with a project that they think is just fucking dandy. Bobby, do you like Will Sasso? Will Sasso, yeah, he's okay. He was on uh, Mad TV, right? Yeah, yeah. He's all right. He's not one of my favorites, but he's okay. He's made me laugh. Yeah, I thought I liked him too. Uh, oh, no. I'm going to read this quote from the L.A. Times. 
More than 15 years after his death, stand-up comedian George Carlin has been brought back to life in an artificial intelligence-generated special called George Carlin, I'm Glad I'm Dead. The hour-long special, which dropped on Tuesday, comes from Dudesy, a a comedy AI host that uh, hosts a podcast and YouTube show with Mad TV alum Will Sasso and podcaster Chad Coltgen. So... That's why this is this meme is making its rounds again. Because by all standards, this is not George Carlin. It's kind of bullshit. <laughs> As he said, it's hard to tell what's real and what's bullshit anymore. And uh, yeah. this is essentially bullshit. But, like the Kiss Avatar thing, I don't want to be too quick to judge. If Carlin's family wants to have his legacy live on through AI, that should be their right. So let's just listen to a clip of George Carlin's daughter, Kelly Carlin, talking about the AI project on a podcast called The Nicole Sandler Show. Okay. Yeah, I'm his sole heir, and between myself and my father's manager and business partner, uh, A, there's something called the George Carlin Estate, and then there's another entity that owns all of his intellectual property, and was all of it was produced through that, and uh of course i control we control all of it and you never um, and heard from these people who to ask you we we no. have this idea to do this thing what do you think nothing no of course not no i was as i was shocked by it on i guess it dropped last tuesday i heard about it on wednesday and uh got my thoughts together and made my statement and then ever since then it's kind of been a snowball of talking to all sorts of people about it um and uh, no, they never approached us uh, because they probably, I mean, we have a reputation for being very picky. It took uh, 13 years or 12 years almost to decide who to make the documentary about my dad. We had a lot of people approach us. Um, we've had a lot of people approach us about all sorts of projects. We're very, very protective. We try to use my father's high quality standards and our own intuition to you know, of the people we're talking to. And um, there's no way I would have given permission for something like this. And they probably. So the, I, I, I accidentally cut that clip a little too early, but the last part she said, and they probably knew that. So like, she thinks that the reason why they didn't ask her per- permission was because they knew she wasn't going to give it to them. Right. So. Yeah doesn't sound like George Carlin's family has sanctioned this. And it seems no. like it might even piss them off. Yeah, she is, seemed a little annoyed. Yeah. Um, this might be why Robert Evans, the host of Behind the Baz- Bastards, posted mm-hmm. this on X. Quote, Will Sasso from Mad TV and Chat Colgan- Coltgen are making an hour-long comedy special with an AI-generated George Carlin against the wishes of his family. They seem to be justifying this by saying, quote, it's an impression we don't need permission. Will and Chad need to, redacted. (laughs) And then uh, he followed up with, hey, at Chad Coltgen, your birth was a mistake and so was your life. You are the lowest form of scum that exists. The same is true of your partner in this act of cultural necrophilia. Wow. Yeah. Uh, strong words. <laughs> yeah. And, and and 
usually, like, I, I, I usually, probably like 90% of the time, well, probably more than that even, I side with what Robert Evans has to say. And in this case, yeah. I, I side with him. So, um, now, <clears throat> being the daughter of George Carlin was not all sunshine and rainbows. Uh, oh, no, I'm sure it was a little messy at times. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And and more so than a lot of people might realize. Um, yeah. And so I'm on a, I want to read this quote. It's from uh, Kelly Carlin's book called A Carlin Home Companion, which <laughs> I think is a great name for a book. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> but she was talking about when they were on a vacation in Hawaii. Quote, We had spent the entire day in the bar in Lahaina, so my dad could score some coke and weed. The coke was running low. Mom wanted more, and dad wouldn't share. They fought, threatened divorce, and argued about every trespass they had they they'd ever committed against each other in their 14 years together. Then mom picked up a kitchen knife, and dad did too. I screamed and hurled myself between them. Stop, stop, please just stop this. That sounds like a nightmare <laughs> yeah a little bit and uh in the book she goes on to explain that she as a kid wrote out this treaty i think she was 11 when this happened and she wrote out a treaty and made both her parents sign it to promise that they wouldn't drink or do drugs for the rest of the trip so that they could have a good uh vacation in hawaii well, I don't know. If you're going to give up drinks and, and alcohol or uh, drugs and everything, cold turkey like that, that's going to ruin, you know, yeah. how long does it take to get over something like that? A couple weeks? Yeah. <laughs> Months? Years? Yeah. It's not going to be a good trip. <laughs> it's hard to, like, just drop alcohol cold turkey, let alone cocaine, yeah. too, you know. And uh, I don't I don't know what cocaine withdrawals would feel like, but, I no like, I can't imagine it's pleasant. No, but it takes a while. But for better or worse, her father started doing cocaine before the end of the day, and her mother was drinking before the end of the day. Yeah, which is not that. not not entirely shocking, you know. Mm. But uh, it it is still apparent that Kelly cares about her father's legacy, and mm. to have it tarnished in such a lazy way has to be painful. I listened yeah. to I listened to the special. And while the elements were there for like setup, subject matter, and somewhat of the verbal style, it did not have the delivery of George Carlin. And it felt formulaic. It felt like this is what George Carlin would probably say. And while subjectively there was some accuracy to it, it didn't feel or sound funny. Mm. Now, there is some uncertainty as to whether or not this special was entirely created by AI. It's certainly humorless enough to be, but the people working on the project reportedly signed an NDA saying not to discuss the specifics of how the special was made. But honestly, AI generation, or like honestly, even if it were completely made by AI, AI generated voices have been around for so many years now that it's not really that impressive. Right. I'm and I'm going to play. I'm going to play a, a clip from several years ago of the automated Google Assistant making a phone call for somebody. Okay. So let's go back to this example 
let's say you want to ask Google to make you a haircut appointment on Tuesday between 10 and noon. What happens is the Google Assistant makes the call seamlessly in the background for you. So what you're going to hear is the Google Assistant actually calling a real salon to schedule the appointment for you. Let's listen. Hi, I'm calling to book a women's haircut for a client. Um, I'm looking for something on May 3rd. Sure, give me one second. Mm-hmm. Sure, what time are you looking for around? At 12 p.m. We do not have a 12 p.m. available. The closest we have to that is a 1.15. Do you have anything between 10 a.m. and uh, 12 p.m.? Depending on what service she would like, what service is she looking for? Just a woman's haircut for now. Okay, we have a 10 o'clock. 10 a.m. is fine. Okay, what's her first name? The first name is Lisa. Okay, perfect. So I will see Lisa at 10 o'clock on May 3rd. Okay, great. Thanks. Great. Have a great day. Bye. So AI voices have been able to do things already that are much more impressive than regurgitating some lines that, you know, some people told it George Crowan might say. Right. I mean, that was a conversation. That was kind of crazy. I mean, I know you can program stuff like that, but I don't know. That's weird, and I don't like it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's kind of, it's it's impressive, but it's impressive to a creepy degree. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, I mean, what if it just takes off on its own? Like, what if there's a bug, and it's like, okay, let's schedule you a hair appointment, and let's, a doctor's appointment, and let's get your oil changed, and it just starts doing shit for you you know <laughs> yeah yeah i was when i was working in retail and retail pharmacy mm-hmm. a lot of times when we'd call a place there would be a robot that we would have to talk to yeah and sometimes we would receive calls that would be a robot that would talk to us yeah i think i got a couple of those too when i worked in the the photo area yeah yeah and uh i wonder how many robots are talking to each other right now I'm sure. Yeah. Like, I'm sure it's happening. <laughs> and none of us have know. any clue that it's happening. <laughs> and they're just having this conver- AI conversation back and forth, you know, over nothing. But yeah. it's, you know, it's 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 kind of a weird thing. But, like, at least the Google Assistant is an original thing. And it does, it has a purpose to exist. You know, there's, like, mm-hmm. if you want to book a haircut appointment but don't have the time... Or just don't feel like making the phone call, you can have Google Assistant do it for you. And yeah. that's that's kind of a cool thing. It's kind of impressive. But just having a voice, an AI voice that sounds like George Crowen is not especially impressive. Yeah. Now I want to I I was wondering before I watched the special, how much like George Crowen did it actually sound like? Because that is kind of an interesting thing. AI has been getting yeah. better and better, and it's been very impressive uh, at the types of things that it can do. So I'm going to play a clip from the special for you. And this is the only clip I'm going to play from the special because I don't think anybody sure should listen to or watch this special. But I'm going to okay. play this clip for you real quick. And I want you to tell me, does it sound like George Carlin? All right. 
But if you're in America, you're special. God made something just for you, something no other country on the planet gets. It's totally random, not related to your diet, exercise, lifestyle, age, race, gender, sexuality, or genetic predisposition. Of course, I'm talking about mass shootings. <laughs> I don't know. That was a little off somehow. It Especially was the, the punchline at the end there. Yeah. Um, it, I don't know. Like it, the words were, like you said, the words were close to something he might have said. Like that, I could see that being his joke, but it just didn't didn't sound quite right. Yeah, yeah, and and something about the cadence, the voice itself, and the delivery, everything about it just feels off. Yeah, it doesn't feel or sound like George Carlin to me. <laughs> It was weirdly close, though. Yeah. Like, it, if I heard that, I might, you know, if you hadn't told me it was AI, I might be like, oh, he just had a, a cold that day or something. You know, he was on medication and he was a little yeah. off. Yeah. I, but, yeah. I feel like if I had heard that and didn't know it was supposed to be George Carlin, I would have assumed it was a comedian who was trying to be like George Carlin, you know? Yeah. Like, that would be more of the impression that I would get. And listening to the entire special... The laughter was and felt canned. The mm -hmm. voice didn't feel quite right. And it's even worse to actually watch the special. So I was curious at first because I kept reading about this AI recreation of George Carlin. And I thought it would be kind of interesting to see an AI generated video of George Carlin as if he was still alive. Mm -hmm. But it's not even that. It's just a bunch of still images of AI generated crap. Like, they just uh -huh. pumped some words into an online AI bot and just pasted them together in a soulless slideshow that only vaguely relates to the material. And it's ripe with mistakes and misspellings. Yeah, I'm not surprised. It's one of the laziest things I've seen posted on YouTube in recent history. And, mm -hmm. and in my opinion, I don't think it even really sounds like George Carlin. So yeah. I, I have to once again agree with Robert Evans, uh, who said, quote, none of this fucking abominations jokes are funny or sound like George Carlin. <laughs> yeah. So there's an opinion piece in the LA Times that was titled, the George Carlin auto-generated comedy special is everything that's wrong with AI right now. And <laughs> it was put thusly. Quote, the special, tastefully titled George Carlin, I'm Glad I'm Dead, is one of the most unpleasant things ostensibly produced for entertainment purposes that I've ever sat through. It's a stroll through an uncanny valley of Carlin's comedy, an audio program in which a serviceable replica of the familiar raspy voice delivers, quote, jokes. It's a nightmare. If I were to have to watch this whole thing in a darkened room, eyeballs peeled, like the guy in the Clockwork Orange, there is a non-zero chance I would have a complete psychotic break. <laughs> and it's pretty bad. It's yeah. hard to sit through it. Like it, it just, it's, it does this thing. It's like, I don't know. It's it, it's it, it's the stand-up comedian version of edging. You know, where like you almost get there. You almost have the joke. Uh, it's almost George Carlin, but not quite. Like, it just doesn't... It does not deliver at all. And and it's it, it gets really annoying after a while. And it's one of those things where 
it's irritating in a way that you can't quite put your finger on. You know how sometimes mm -hmm. when you just feel uncomfortable and you can't figure out why, but you know you're annoyed for some reason? Oh, yeah. That That is what you'll feel if you listen to this. And I highly recommend people not to listen to it uh, because I don't want to give it any support. No, I don't all. either. I don't need to hear that. I mean, no. it's not George Carlin. That's good enough for me. If I want George Carlin, I'll look him up. You know, his stuff is out there. Yeah, it, it's 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 everywhere, and and he had fourteen yeah. specials. Okay, yeah. and, and like to quote uh, Epic Rap Battles, when Joan Rivers is kind of giving George Carlin the business, she said, mm -hmm. "I'm kind of glad you're dead. Fourteen specials was enough." <laughs> <laughs> which is terrible but at the same time it's like there is plenty of george carlin material to listen to and even if you don't just listen to the specials there he has a lot of albums out as well of just yeah. his comedy there's a lot to listen to so if you he's want books too. he's got three three or four books i've got i think three of them yeah i remember brain droppings um yeah and, <clears throat> and like so he's got he's got a lot of material out there if you want George Carlin, there's George Carlin out there. Mm -hmm. And, you know, the similar to the guy who wrote the LA Times piece that I just quoted from, I had a similarly painful experience listening to that crap. Mm, yeah. I, I think AI has a lot of promise. It can do, like, pretty incredible things, but it can also create an idiotic mess like this. Mm -hmm. And the people involved didn't even try. Frankly, I'm hugely disappointed in Will Sasso for taking part of this without even contacting Carlin's family and continuing on with it despite Kelly Carlin's wishes that he would stop. This AI bot will not replace or even adequately represent George Carlin. Yeah. Uh, so like this opinion piece in NPR put it, quote, George Carlin wasn't predictable, unlike AI. Yeah, that's very <laughs> I think it's a good way to put it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. AI is good for things like, you know, that, that phone call you played where they made the, the hair appointment. Yeah. You know, it's designed for stuff like that. It just doesn't have the personality to do stand-up comedy. I mean, maybe it can come up with a simple joke, but it takes talent to deliver something like that, you know, and, and hit all the right points and, and make it funny. Yeah, right, yeah. And I, I don't think that they're is a perfect formula to make something funny. And so I don't think AI is really going to catch on to how to be funny without just regurgitating things that uh, comedians have already said. Mm -hmm. And I want to say, a lot like Snoop Dogg, we all love George Carlin. Mm -hmm. And if you don't, you should. <laughs> but it would be odd, in my opinion, to wish that he were still around. Yeah. Well, because, like, well, it would be nice to have that special shine back that he brought to the comedy scene. He's in that great garage in Buffalo. And we should let him rest in peace. And we should definitely be respecting the wishes of his family. Oh, so, definitely, yeah. Yeah. And so I want to close with a quote from his daughter that she posted mm -hmm. on X. My dad spent a lifetime perfecting his craft from his very human life, brain, and, and imagination. No machine will ever replace his genius. These AI-generated products are a clever attempt at trying to recreate a mind that will never exist again. Right. 
So what do you think, Bobby? Um, I think it's an interesting experiment. Um, AI, personally, kind of creeps me out. You know, I've watched too many of those sci-fi movies. I've read too many books about it going badly. But yeah, it has a lot of potential. It could do a lot of good things. If nothing else, it could be helpful. Again, like the phone call scheduling your appointment. That's pretty cool. You know, it doesn't take long, but that'll save you, what, five, ten minutes during your day. It's pretty handy. Yeah, yeah. But it's it's never going to replace things like this because it's not human. You know, George Carlin was a, a just a nuts man who had so many years of experience. He had so much going on, you know, and he learned so many things. And AI just isn't going to, it's not going to be the same, you know. I don't know, maybe a hundred years from now, it'll be closer. But I, I don't think it'll ever nail it. Yeah, and I, I don't think so either. And and I one thing that I hope it doesn't ever nail it. <laughs> yeah, I, I the thing that I th- I find the most upsetting about this whole situation is that George Carlin's daughter is asking them to stop. Yeah, and they're not doing it, and yeah. it, it's it's unfortunate. And I I do like to see people toy around with AI and see what it can and cannot do, especially right now that we are sort of on the precipice of making AI advancements, mm-hmm. it's it's really interesting to see it, the development and progress. But this situation is being done against the wishes of his family. And that's yeah. frustrating. Plus, the final product is just crap. Like, it... It covers subjects that George Carlin would probably cover. It mm-hmm. uses words that George Carlin probably would use, but it just doesn't have that humanity behind it. It doesn't have that feel. And even though we don't know for certain if this entire thing was created by AI, if it is done by an impressionist of some kind and not actually AI, that person's not good at delivering jokes. No, it, it's it feels just stone and like just it's it's unpleasant, you know. It's it's a generic knockoff of something that doesn't need a generic, you know. Mm-hmm. I just find it I find it really uh, frustrating, especially for the fact that not a lot of effort went into making it. And if you watch the video, they all look like it like the images all look like these shitty AI created images that just barely connect with the subject of the actual um, special. So it's not, it's like they just, it's soulless not only because it's made by a robot, but also because the people putting it together did not put any effort into it. It's just a way to bank on George Carlin's name and it's just a, an unpleasant thing to exist, and I kind of wish it didn't. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's too bad. I mean, George Carlin was such a huge influence. I mean, for somebody like Will Sasso, you know, he's listened to some George Carlin. You know, everybody, any decent comedian has heard the greats like George Carlin and Robin Williams and just a ton of others, and you'd, yeah. you'd think he would have had a little more res- You'd hope he would have had a little more respect I, I would be surprised to find th- if there were very many comedians out there who weren't inspired by George Carlin. Yeah, well, I mean, he's done so many things. Like, he, he does the angry stuff, 
You know, and he's good at that, but he also does things like the hippy-dippy weatherman. I mean, the guy had range. He <laughs> yeah, did all kinds yeah. of silly things. He made people laugh. I don't care what kind of joke you like. George Carlin's got one for you. You know, yeah. four, 14 specials, three, maybe four books. I don't remember how many he had. Probably more than that. But anyway, he, he had a lot of a lot of stuff out there. He, yeah, <laughs> he and just, he, he wasn't lacking for jokes. And he had a keen way of seeing through bullshit. And not yeah. and not caring who believed in the bullshit, he was going to call it how his bullshit. You know, like he was very good at that. And uh, so, the you know the AI generated thing, like I said, did use words that he might have used, just not delivered in the way he would have delivered them. And for those of you who are keeping a tally, to make sure that I said all seven of those words. Shit, piss, cock, cunt, cocksucker, motherfucker, tits. There we go. Got it. Nailed it. <laughs> All right. Well, Bobby, mm -hmm. thank you for being a part of this podcast. Appreciate no it. Problem. Thanks for having me. Yeah. I, 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 don't, I don't like doing these remotely. I definitely prefer I to be in either. person. It's a lot more yeah. fun in person. But yeah. uh, uh, we, I mean, we had to do what we had to do. So thank you all so much for listening. Goodbye, everybody. Bye.